everybody. It's Kate here. I am back with episode seven of Camera Chat Podcast. And with me tonight, I have a guest speaker. Her name is Ariel Dilworth. She is a marketing manager as well as a photographer. And she has a ton of great knowledge that I want to share with you guys about teaching mindful marketing for photographers and different types of marketing education. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself and um, just tell how long you've been doing photography. Yeah, so I've been doing photography for seven and a half years now. So um, yeah, I've been doing that for this for, you know, that long. And then I've been um, doing marketing education for about three-ish years now. So what got you into like turning into the marketing um like that whole different genre of photography. What got what kind of like sparked your interest in that? Yeah, so it's really funny. I um, you know, in my courses and with my students, I always tell them that like I actually was like a business marketing person before photography. Like that has just always been in my genes. Like since I was a little little kid, I was like I think I started my first business when I was like four. And um, like, your lemonade and, like, stand, always, yeah, right. Like so, actually, I like hijack all of the office supplies in our house. And if anyone wanted to use like a pen or a pencil, and of course you're like three or four, so it's cute, you know. But I'm like, if you want to use one, you know, it's like a library. They can check it out for a certain amount of money, and then they give it back, and then all. <laughs> and so that was like the first business, and then I had like a. I did a Mountain Dew stand because, you know, lemonade is just overdone or something. I don't know. It's overrated. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's do, let's just go for Mountain Dew. Um, and I had like a dog walking business, all that stuff. So, yeah, I just have always loved business and marketing. Um, and, um, yeah, and then when I started my own business, obviously, I am just kind of one of those people who just, when I decide I want to do something, I just jump in with both feet and, you know, I just don't even think twice. So, um, which, you know, sometimes you learn some really hard lessons that way, but also you learn some really good lessons. And so, um, yeah, so it was really great, but yeah, I would say that honestly, I think there's like part of me that's, that has always been naturally into business and marketing. And then, um, about four years ago, I got certified in marketing education with social media marketing and content marketing, which is primarily the type of marketing that photographers do. And, um, and yeah, so I have to take a testing on that every couple of years and get recertified or whatnot, but it's pretty exciting and I love it. And, um, yeah, I just think it's super fun. So that's awesome. Did you do any like college courses for marketing, business, advertising, anything like that? No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree, um, but it's super random. Actually, it's like in ministry, like that is just totally separate from all of this. But um, like I said, my dad owns a company. And so I was raised in the business world. And like I said, like, I mean, gosh, I literally like I had like children's business books as a child. Like I, I actually my husband one year bought me one of my favorite ones from when I was a little girl, like as like a little joke for Christmas, like, and I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, I remember this. Like, it's like an American girl business book. Like, it was so funny. Oh, but um, that's cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't know. 
yeah, no, I didn't actually take any college courses. I mean, I think I had like the general like business and, you know, whatever, right. um, like the regular basic level classes, but, um, which is why I went ahead and got certified in marketing and, and things, um, you know, before putting out courses and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I mean, like you can have a course, but running those, or, you know, you can be certified, but running a business is just like a whole yeah, other totally. thing. Yeah. It's way, yeah, way and, different. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, and it's just different based on the type of business that you own, you know, like right. a coffee shop is going to be different than a photographer and even photography and like hairstylists, even though they're both like services, it's different we are, because it's like their clients come back every six weeks. Right. Our clients, you know, pin, you know, depending what type of photography <laughs> you do, you know, sometimes if you're a wedding, like they never come back. But if you're like, you know, if you do like families, maybe it's like once or twice a year. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just a whole different ball game uh, for each, you know, type of business there is out there. Right. And everybody needs education on how to you know, properly run a business, how to market, how to advertise, all the things. Like, it, it's a lot. Like you said, it's a lot to take in. And I think that you, like, even as a photographer, you probably still yourself are even learning new things about, you know, like you said, you took social media classes and how to advertise on social media. And there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts that go into it for sure. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, and algorithm updates and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm constantly, like, anytime a new algorithm is, like, implemented, I'm, like, diving into all these techie articles that are, like, you know, trying to figure out, like, okay, how is this going to affect me? How is this going to affect my students? You know, what do I need to communicate to them that's effective? Like, you know, recently Instagram decided that they won't be pushing out any reels that have the little TikTok logo on them. Oh, yeah, I saw Um, that. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty livid. I mean, it's understandable, but also it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they don't but, want the they don't want the competition. Right. And it, yep. Yeah, yeah, and I get it. But I'm also like, you're just adding another step to my workflow, and I'm a busy person, so yeah, <laughs> you know, selfishly, I'm like, ah. but yeah, you're right. Marketing is always changing. Um, I feel like there's a foundation that remains the same, but the ways in which you do the things change, and right. um. And so, yeah, I mean, and like, even with Instagram reels and TikTok coming out, I had to go and record a new video for my course, um, you know, about all of that and just, just different trends for upcoming years and all kinds of that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, right. And like, I feel like social media is just taking over everything. Like if I didn't have a Facebook, I would literally have no, I would not have a business. I wouldn't have any clients. I wouldn't have any customers. Like it's just, it's changed so much. And, you know, back before social media times, people had to, you know, put out posters and flyers and hand out business cards and all those things to get, you know, business and clients. And now it's like all social media, everything. It's yeah. crazy. And, yeah. And that's what that's, so that's what content marketing is. That's where you like write the social media posts. You do the blogging, email marketing, basically any type of thing where you're writing content for people. That's called content marketing. And that's primarily what a lot of photographers will do. Um, You know, you can do some like paid advertising and things like that within content marketing. But um, I I never really have. I've always done free marketing to build my business. Um, And yeah, I just think I like 
the challenge. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was looking. But, I was looking on your website, and it looks like you do offer a lot of classes to other photographers. So you're you were saying that you don't charge for those; you just offer them as like a free service. Yeah, so I have a free marketing class, and then I have like a marketing course where um, you get like six months of coaching, and you get the course, and then you. Um, you do like as you so as you're implementing it I'm there for like questions that people have okay uh that you encounter you know so through those coaching meetings and then I also have like a group coaching program that's not necessarily marketing focused in general but just more like a mastermind and then I have some guides and things like that on my website that yeah you know, blogging, all the different things, just in case people are more about like reading and less about, right. you know, and it is, it's like a miniature book. Like my blog guide is like 50 pages, I think. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot, but I want people to be able to just know where they can go to find the information that they need. So that's awesome. I think that's awesome though, that you help people like you know, you're, you don't see them as a competition. You don't see them as a threat. You want to help people be successful. And I think that's amazing. So what I'm, yeah. And that was actually hard at first because that's the thing with photography is like there, I know everybody says community over competition and I love that. I do, but also it's really hard to have that with photographers in your area because if you don't get that client and they get the client, it's like, you know, like that's just hard. It's hard. And um, that was probably one of my biggest fears because I ha- I do have a lot and I still do have a lot of photographers that are local following me and they've done my course and stuff. But what I have actually learned is it actually helps everyone to be more successful because so my, my main signature course is more than marketing. And then that one we talk about the first thing I make them do is really figure out about themselves because your marketing, everybody talks about ideal client and that is so important. But before you need, before you know your ideal client, you need to know yourself. Like, what makes you unique? What What is your personality? What is your passions? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What is it that you as a person are offering to these people? What is their personality? What is their passions and strengths and weaknesses? And, like, why are those good together? Right. You know, like, because yeah. that's your, that's what's marketing. That's what marketing is, you know? And that's, that is so important because then you do feel less competitive because you're like you know oh this person is great at xyz and this is who (laughs) she is and this is her purpose you know right right my thing you know and so it's like it actually i think eliminates a certain level of competition because you you no longer feel like you're doing the same thing so yeah and you have to like figure out what makes you stand out you know once you find like your niche and your passion, you just got to make yourself stand out from other people too, as well. Yes. And a lot of photographers do this in the wrong way by saying like, oh, well, I'm going to do, they think it has to do with like the features and benefits of like their packages or their pricing or their offerings. And that's really not anything to do with that at all. Um, You know, when, when we say like communicate what's different about you, we mean like, what's different about you because that's what people are investing in. You know, they're not investing in, I mean, to be honest, a lot of people can take really beautiful pictures and a lot of clients don't know the difference between an okay picture and a great picture. Like, you know, they don't know the difference. And so, you know, we have to show them, you know, what is it that we're offering them that is going to be like life changing 
to them? Why are, how are we solving their problems and how are we, you know, what are we giving them, um, you know, that they think would be worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah, So exactly. Definitely. I totally agree with that. Um, I was going to ask you, I have some questions for you. So maybe we can, um, touch on some of these things. How do you, um, use social media for marketing? Like, I know that you had mentioned, you know, reels and stuff like that. What are some of the things that you use to um, market on your social media platforms? I think you have a Facebook and you also have an Instagram. Is that correct? Yes. And so I don't actually have Instagram for like my photography. I only have Instagram for photographers. But it's funny because I have gotten clients on there still. Oh, that's (laughs) Um, funny. Yeah, (laughs) Like, I know you're a teacher, but... (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, um, whatever. So, yeah, so that I use mainly Facebook and email marketing and a website and blogging for my photography business. Um, and, uh, yeah, and honestly, that was just because, I mean, gosh, when I started my business, I didn't even have a smartphone yet. Like, <laughs> you know, like that was like, <laughs> um, so I just didn't, I never really, I feel like I was like, I'm 31 and I'm like, oh, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I guess people my age are do have Instagram, but I also feel like it's kind of like a younger millennial thing. Yeah. And so yeah, definitely. I kind of just came in <laughs> on the tail end of that. I feel like, but but yeah. So I didn't really get Instagram until I started doing this um, for photographers. But yeah, so social media. I kind of tell people um, all of our marketing, everything, including social media, should be there to do three things: educate entertain and inspire people. So those are the main categories of all types of marketing. But when it comes to social media in particular, I always, this is honestly what I teach in my course. Like I tell them like, okay, I want you to think of marketing like dating. Okay. (laughs) Social media is like the first date, the second date, the third date. You're going to have fun conversations. You might go deep once in a while. It's all about establishing those first connections right you want them to want a second date with you okay so (laughs) you're like putting your best foot forward and sometimes that doesn't mean like making yourself look better than you are but I'm just saying like being honest and vulnerable and like making them want something more you know like right that's interesting I connect with what she says she gets me she understands me it's like your first impression yeah Yes. First yes. impressions and I mean, are think everything. About that. <laughs> yes. Like even when you go to my page, Ariel Dilworth Co. on Instagram, and you can look at that stuff. Like, and photographers like will sit there and like binge watch my reels. I probably get a DM every single day from a photographer who's like, "I love your reels." Oh, um, that's cute. <laughs> they are sweet. super cute it. and creative. Oh, it's it's a it's an addiction. It's bad. Anyway, I love it. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But my goal is, is that when you watch those, you're like, yes, oh my gosh, like she gets it, you know, and that's what we want our photography clients to feel also. And so, yeah, your, your social media is those first couple dates, um, lots of stories, you know, fun things about you, all that stuff. But it doesn't always have to be about photography. Like, you know, what if you went to a first date and all he talked about was the things that made him a good mate? Like, right. that would be boring and weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a creeper and I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. No. 
Um, and so I always tell my students, they should only post about their products and services one to two times a week. And everything else should be just like for or about or whatever to be there with or whatever to your client, you know? And yeah. you can post like, so for example, I do, I work a lot with working moms. That's like one of my um, big clients for photography, um, for family photos, babies, all the things. But and I will often post stories about motherhood and I will just pay attention to my real life and things that are going on. And I just share that with them and they love it. Like those are always probably the posts that like get the most engagement on a ton of shares and, you know, all that kind of stuff, because you need to think about like, what is your ideal client sharing and posting on social media? Like, what are they following? What are they sharing? What are they posting? And then put out similar content. So like working moms, they love memes. Working moms, they love, you know, they love inspirational stories or articles or whatever about motherhood that makes them feel like they're not failing because right. that's what it feels like. And um, funny toddler and, TikTok videos are my favorite. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So those are the things that working moms are sharing and engaging with on Facebook. And so that's what I'm going to put out, you know? Right. And then... And then when they go to my page and they're like, why is this photographer posting memes? And then they're like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Follow, you know, like. Yeah, and, and then it just kind of and snowballs from there. And then they, there. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And so if that's social media, then I want you to think of your blog and email marketing as like the really long phone conversations of dating. Like, you know, when you're like, you've gone on some dates, you like, you love each other, you miss each other. You have these like three hour long phone conversations conversations that are like going deeper together that's what your blog and your email marketing is for you know like that's what those outlets are it's like another phase of dating you know and then when they inquire that's like the proposal but the reason like so I do SEO and I talk about it and I teach it but SEO will get you a lot of cold clients is what they're called people who haven't been primed that so essentially, a cold client would be like someone coming on the state and you proposing to them and then being like, do you know? Right. Um, so that's a lot of times why people will inquire via our website and then just say no or they'll ghost you because they haven't been primed, you know? So on my website, my goal is to get them to follow my social media. And so that's because I want them to go there first. You know, right. like I have my blog and everything's on there, my contact form, but it's actually very rare that I will get um, an inquiry right out of SEO because I find those to be worthless. And so I kind of have molded my marketing map to reflect kind of the journey that my clients take into finding me. And that generally starts with social media. Um, so I kind of try to lead them there if they try to jump in on, you know, on like stage two of the process or whatever. So right, gotcha for sure. That yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I just wanted to chat really quick about Cracker Jack. They are a local storefront here in Billings for local artists and crafters to be able to have a place to advertise and market their work. They also have a classroom that can be rented for various crafts and events. They are located at eighteen ten First Avenue North by Al's Bootery in downtown Billings. You can contact them on their website at crackajackartesians.com or you can call them at 406-920-9825. So 
we were talking kind of, you know, about social media and things like that and your marketing and your email marketing. And I was going to ask you what program or like what website do you use for your email marketing? Yes. Okay. So for my photography and I keep them separate because, um, it's just easier for me. Uh, I have a list of literally like 7,000 total. And so it's just easier for me to keep them on separate platforms. Not everyone has to do that, but I use for photography. I use, um, oh my gosh. Uh, MailChimp. <laughs> there we go. I was like, what's the one with the monkey? <laughs> yes, MailChimp. MailChimp. Okay, okay. I've heard of that I, one. Yeah, so I use MailChimp for that. And then for photographers, I use ConvertKit. And the reason I'm doing MailChimp for photography is because it's free under a certain amount of sub subscribers. Okay. Whereas photographers, I have a lot. And um, and it just was more cost effective to go this other route. And so that's what I did there. Um, so I kind of separated them in that way for that reason. But right. honestly, I recommend both of those platforms. So, you, so. so basically, you just like put in your client's email or your, you know, student or whoever, whichever platform you're using. And then it automatically generates an email to the people. Is that correct? Yeah. So okay. email lists are best started with like, um, well, okay. So for photography, what I do is when people inquire, everyone inquires through my website and I use HoneyBook. And so when they put oh, in my contact HoneyBook. form, yes. right, isn't it the best? So good. Okay. Yes. So when they put it into the contact form, I ask for their email address and then it automatically goes into my email list. If they okay. book, they get a tag called client. If they don't book, they get a tag saying it not yet. Okay. And so I, it's kind of like, like a prospect. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, so I the reason that. I do that is because many sessions I use to create loyal clients from people who weren't ready to invest yet. Right. So I will sit here and be like, okay, you know, these people, people who inquire but don't book, they most likely didn't do that for me because of pricing. And so um, what I need to do is to show them that I'm worth that. And so these low risk situations, you know, many sessions, they get less photos, but it's less money. They're less scared. You know, maybe they've had a really bad experience where they paid a lot of money for a photographer and the pictures were horrible, or, you know, maybe they've right. been to photographers that they didn't click with or that didn't make them feel comfortable. You know, there's a lot of reasons that people don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a photographer. And so my goal is to lower that risk for them. And so that's what many sessions kind of are for me. But what I do is I start marketing these many sessions to that list first. And then um, a lot of times those people will invest and then they do become regular customers because again, just with the experience and my personality and, you know, the delivery of the photos and all the things, I just try to make it a, an above and beyond experience all around. And then they're like, well, I don't ever want to use anyone else, you know? And yeah. so... Yes. And so that's kind of what I use that for um, specifically. And then for the people who are already clients, as you know, or I'm sure you've heard that people on social media, only one to 3% of your followers actually see your stuff. So 
Which is a little bit annoying, right? I is know. it just because it gets, like, lost in their feed, or is it the algorithm well, thing? Like, what do you think causes that? A lot of things. Um, bad content. Um, time of posting. Oh, yes. I've heard, like, yes, I've heard awful, of that, too. Yep. Honestly, there's, like, 50 things that could go yeah. into play there. And, like, like I've heard the evening, or... evening is, like, the best time to post, right? Because that's when most people are home. They're on their phones. Or they're, you know, computers because they're just kind of chilling, relaxing. They're not working. It's just crazy how that, like, you don't even think, people don't think about that stuff, but it is legit. Like, that is, I've definitely heard that before. Yes, yes, yeah. And so there's just, like, a whole host of things that go into why only that many people see it. So for my email content for my clients, I will sometimes recycle social media posts. Like, if it's, like, a motherhood story or something. Or I'll, like, direct them to my blog or, you know, just kind of give them a life update or, you know, just random things. Yeah. Like, just to kind of keep, keep their attention. Or, yes, exactly. So I kind of treat it like that as if, like, okay, these people aren't seeing my stuff, so I'm just going to kind of, like, still keep them in the loop. And so, because then they see the email come in, you know, and I probably only send one a month to them. Okay, um, so not you're not like a weekly subscriber. You don't send it out no. every. You don't blow up people's yeah. junk mail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, for real though. And even photographers, I probably only send one a month, or maybe every other month. Like I, I, I'm sure that some people would tell me I'm not using it like I should, but I mean, it works okay for me. So that's great. right. And you um, don't want to be like too <laughs> annoying and like in their face, and you don't want to bug people well, too honestly, much. I hate it. I hate it when I get emails from people like once a week and I'm like, Leave yeah, me, alone. me too. Your email is giving me anxiety. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your coupon today. <laughs> right? Like, leave me alone. Yeah, um, no, I totally so, agree. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's how I feel about email marketing. So I just try to keep it at a bare minimum and only let people know things that like really matter. So, um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I utilize that platform. Um, a lot of photographers will try to create a freebie for people to download to gather email addresses. Oh, um, okay. And you can do that. Um, like, I do that for photographers, like for okay. you guys. Yeah. Um, like, I have a guide to overcoming self-doubt, or I have a month-long social media calendar that you can download and use for posts. You know, things like that. But right. But that's because you guys aren't inquiring about my services. Like, you know, like you're not like sending me your email to get pictures done, you know? So right. it's like, I, I feel like sometimes if photographers try to use a freebie to grow their email list, they might end up frustrated because, um, I don't know. I just feel like, what are you going to give them? Like, uh, okay, Yeah. So like, what are you giving it, in return kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, well, or, like, if, if they create a guide about wedding planning. Well, that's great, except for if you don't, like, what if a bride already has a photographer and that's it? You know, like, it's, right. like, whereas, whereas the people who are inquiring with you, they don't have a photographer. Right. Like, they don't have it. You know, like, yeah, that's exactly. the thing. And so it's, like, those people that you're getting are warm or hot leads. Like, these are people who are looking. They do want one. And so it's just easier to use um, that system.
freebie can't, not that a freebie can't work, but, um, but yeah, so. That's such a good idea. Now you have like my brain turning. <laughs> I'm like, what do I need to do yeah. to up my game? <laughs> And I use, so like for my clients, I do deposits and like I do all my invoices, all my payments and everything through Square. So I already have a list on my Square app of like everybody's emails, you know, that they've given all my previous clients. So I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, ooh, if I did an email, you know, marketing, like a MailChimp subscription type thing, I could use all their emails that I already have. And then that way I'm not trying to fish for emails. You know what I mean? And you don't, yeah, and you don't have to export those manually. You can use, um, like, a lot of times if you, like, uh, there will be, like, an export button, and it'll be, like, a .csv file. Okay. And you can, and then when you save that, you can import that into MailChimp or wherever, and it will just load all of those email addresses for you. Oh, that's nifty. That's that's a lot of time yeah. saving. <laughs> so you're not oh, typing yeah, in right. every single person's email. You've got like 300 yes. emails to type in. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. Right. That was, yeah. That was... So that's what I do with HoneyBook, too, is at the end of the year or like every six months, I'll just go through and add those people to my list. Right. So, and um, that's also and like obviously, a legally there's like an unsubscribe button so if they okay. want to be off of it they can do that so right and that's like a good way to get previous clients from like maybe a year or two that you haven't seen in a while you haven't done business you know you haven't taken their pictures in a while that's a good way to kind of get those people back too yes absolutely cool I love that I love your ideas you're so knowledgeable <laughs> I'm like I need you in my <laughs> life <laughs> oh um, man yes so I wanted to chat really quick um, for people who are local to Billings, Montana. I wanted to make sure that you guys check out the countertoppers. They are on Main Street in the Heights, and you can use them for all of your custom countertop needs. They are located at 344 Swords Lane in Billings, Montana. You can either um, check out their Facebook page or you can give Alicia a call at 406-259-9433. So since we were talking about, you know, the email list and everything like that, um, I am not a blogger. I've never even looked at a blog. I've never wrote a blog. I don't know the first thing about it. So how did you get started blogging? Like this is totally opposite of, you know, your classes and your teaching, but kind of not because you educate through your blog too. Is that correct? Is that how you use that or? Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, kind of, again, with that dating metaphor. So your blog is where you want to go deeper. So, like, I might make a post about, like, mindful marketing. Like, but you can only put so many characters in a post before people stop reading. Right. Um, You know, and so I Maybe that's why I've never been a blogger, because I'm not a reader. (laughs) Right. I hate reading. but But then again, but then again, when you want to know something, where do you go? You go to Google and you read the blog. Right, right. You know, and so I think, um, but I mainly, you know, so that's why I do it for photographers. But for my people, I kind of just do it as like extra education, in-depth education. Or um, so I might do a blog on like my five favorite places to get photo outfit clothing, you know, or oh, whatever. Or cute. Um, outfits to wear in the spring or yeah. my favorite my favorite color coordinations for fall 2020 or, you know, whatever, like, right. Um, it just kind of like you basically use these, the blog to just solve their problem. And it doesn't always have to do with like photography. So one time I wrote one on like 
oh, okay, when the pandemic happened, I wrote one on how to work from home with kids because, like, hello, we do that yeah. all the time. <laughs> everybody, yeah, and everybody was happy yeah. to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yes, and they were all like, of course, my clients are working moms. Dual parent working households is kind of my ideal client. So they are, like, losing their ever-loving minds because they're like, <laughs> what do we do? Right. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, here, let me show you. Um, and then I also did one for, like, my brides on, like, pandemic date nights, like, things that they could do at home for oh, at-home dates. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, so just fun things like that, too. And, um, like, I'm getting ready to do one where I give moms, like, 30 questions to ask their child um, to kind of get to know them better. And I think that's just because, like, I wrote a post the other day about my daughter turning eight, and I was, like, in tears, like, oh, my Aww. gosh, I don't even, like, Yeah, you're like, how did this happen? happen? <laughs> yes, yes. And I was, like, bawling, and I'm like, okay. That's you know, cute. I just scattered out. So I was like, so I wrote this blog about it, and then I, like, I'm going to write a little freebie for them to download where they just can ask their kid these questions or whatever, or um yeah so honestly just different things like that and you know people just they like it you know they don't want to just know about you they want to know about your life too right yeah and like what yeah what is important to you as well you know what what you love what you love to do who you you know well and I always tell my photographers because I see a lot of photographers they write content for other photographers and not for their ideal client right so I always tell them, don't write about photography unless you're trying to attract photographers. You know, yep. I want you to write about wh- what are where do your passions and their passions overlap? Right. Definitely. So like, where do your struggles overlap with theirs? Where do your passions overlap with theirs? Where does your stress overlap with theirs? Like, what are those connecting points? Again, with the dating, you know, like, you're not going to talk about how you're different. You're going to talk about what things that you both have that work well together right like what you (laughs) have in common yeah 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 and that's kind of what you do there too so yeah definitely it's like that one common denominator that you know attracts people to other people yes it's super hard to be friends with other photographers though like you said like you were talking about like in your area because of the whole community you know competition thing like you know stuff like that it's so hard to connect with or at least for me, it has been. It's it's hard to, you know, connect with another photographer in my area and, like, kind of build that friendship, too. Because it's like, yeah, we, we have something in common, but we're also people outside of photography. <laughs> you know, like, we have kids yes. and we have husbands and we have other hobbies. And, you know, there, there's so many other things that people have in their life besides just their job. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, and that's honestly, too, why I created the coaching group, because So whenever I did the marketing course, I just did the six months of coaching to just help them implement this new system of marketing. But then what happened was people wanted to keep doing the coaching. Like they're like, we don't, we don't want to stop doing that. Yeah, because you built that friendship. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they just love it because, so they get access to me all the time via Instagram DM. And then they like in a group of like five photographers and I make sure and organize them by like. You're, you're not with your competitors right. and you're not with, you know, like, so that way it's like, you don't feel like you have to hold back anything. You yeah. Know? And it kind of mixes um, it up and keeps it different and unique. 
Yes. And you feel like you're learning value too from other photographers all around the country. Yeah. Um, or around the world. I have photographers from Africa and oh, from Australia so cool. and Canada. Yes. It's so fun. Like right now in Australia, it's summer. So I'm like, oh my God, that is nice. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, that's yeah, and um, then you anyway. learn different things in different cultures, and you learn, you know, like, the artistic side of it is totally different in all different places. Yes. Well, and even just the marketing, like, of, like things that we just haven't even thought of, you know, that they're just like, oh, well, our photographers do this, and we're like, what? You know, like, yeah. And, and you're like, wow, we're way cool back. Because, <laughs> right? And so it's just super fun, and, um, but also I think that, it's just nice to have people who get it. Like, because honestly, we've all been there when we've been rejected by somebody or when we see a former client post pictures done by somebody else. And then we like spiral into this like yes. pit of self-doubt. Oh my God. You know? Yes. And then you're like, well, what did I do wrong? Why did they not come back to me? What did they not like about me? Yes. 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 I, I recently to... just had this happen. I totally know what you're saying. And it sucks. It does suck. And so like this, like the girls and the, guys in these groups will just be like dude I'm spiraling like this is like yeah it's like I'm losing my mind yeah it's like like, hop on a call and it's just amazing to just have people who are there for you but that actually get it because like my husband he just doesn't get it right he just doesn't get it and it's like well probably like with your husband's job too he probably has his you know his co-workers and they talk about their work and then you have your co-workers it's like different worlds basically (laughs) yeah it is absolutely and it's just like you know and some people who the thing about our job is that art is personal and our brands are personal yeah we base our brands on us and so when people reject the brand or they reject our photos it feels like they're rejecting us right it's like a slap yeah it feels like it's like in your soul it hurts (laughs) because you put your all into something and yeah I I know exactly what you're saying yes absolutely and that is that's just kind of how all that is. And, um, but this group coaching has just been a gift, you know, for everybody involved and not just, not just them, but me too. And I've loved it every second of the way, because I am pretty go with the flow. So I probably get my feelings hurt a little less than a lot of other photographers. Um, I feel like most photographers are very type A and they're perfectionists and they are like struggle with comparison and like, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like that's like a very photographer thing. Um, and I am like, not, I am like total type B, like, like not even like, I'm like, Oh, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I probably could learn a little bit more perfectionism. I probably need to. Um, (laughs) so, but that's that's okay. It's, it's what makes you, you, and that's totally okay. (laughs) That's why we work together is because I'm like this human Zantac for them or Xanax. I'm sorry, a human Xanax for them to like, (laughs) for them to like calm down and like realize like, okay, your worth is not determined by whether this person hired you or not. Right. You know, like that's that's not a thing. Yep. And so, and just kind of reminding them of who they are and what their identity is found in and it's not just photography you know and so and I always tell people the same thing too I'm like there is enough clients for everybody like there there is a million people out there for you and the right people will find you and the people who love you and love your work that's those are your those are your people those are your clients 
And there, I believe, yeah, I believe there's somebody for everybody and everybody likes, you know, a different style, different editing, whatever goes with their, you know, home decor, whatever pictures they're going to hang on their wall. You know, the, even the personality, like you said, down to the, down to the personality and how you present yourself. There's somebody out there for everybody. I, I really do believe that. And I tell people that all the time. I'm like, this is not a competition. <laughs> there are enough clients yeah. to go around for everybody. Oh, there absolutely It's is. not like and a fight. <laughs> It's so hard to tell ourselves, though, in those moments where we are feeling rejected that, like, we logically, we know that. Right. But then also, emotionally, it sucks. And so. Right. Yeah. Definitely. You know, yes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's fun. I love what I do. I love it. So how often do you, um, like, start a new course with teaching, with uh, marketing? So my more than marketing course launches twice a year. Okay. Um, just because each each they get it, they get the six months of coaching, and so I like to make sure that it like, you know, all, all kind of goes in with each other, and I don't get in over my head by being like, right. what month is this group in? I don't even remember, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, just because I I am still doing photography full time, and so um. So right now I'm like working like, you know, 60 hours a week, but it's fine. Um, oh my God. <laughs> do you ever sleep? <laughs> no. Oh my Basically, gosh, no. girl. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I, um, but while this is growing and, you know, until it gets to the level where, um, where I want it to be and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, then I can kind of pull back a little bit on the photography, but. But yeah, so it's, it's craziness, but I launch that one more than marketing every six months. And then I do also launch above the water, my coaching group every six months as well. In that group, you can either do a year long coaching program, um, which is cheaper, or you can do like a six month coaching. And like I said, I put people in groups of five and then they or like five to seven and then they get um, with no competitors but we you know they fill out like a little form about them and what they have to offer you know or what they're wanting most out of the group and just all kinds of stuff and we do those once a month calls um sometimes they're short and sweet 90 minutes 60 minutes and then other months they're like three hours so that's awesome um, though it's like a little yeah, family yeah. <laughs> Yes, it really I love is. It. it is just like a family, and I love. Yeah, it's it's great. So that's cute. I love that. That's that's awesome. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dexter Jensen at the Tint Guy for his submission to the podcast. Um, hit him up for all your window tinting needs. He is the best in Billings. He does cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. He's located at twenty seven forty seven Enterprise Avenue, Suite Number Two, in Billings, Montana. His number is 406-690-4275. It's funny that you mentioned that, like, you know, how you want to help other photographers and you want to, you know, teach them things that they might not know, help them kind of grow their business. Because that's kind of why I started this podcast. Like, I I wanted it to be for other photographers to learn things from as well. But I also wanted it to be, like, maybe for my potential clients or their potential clients, you know, if they listen to their episode they can kind of, you know, learn like their style of photography, how they do things. And then maybe, you know, other people can get bookings that way too. It's just kind of like a different outlet. And I think that's really cool that you did 
your classes as well as your other photography business too because you're you're kind of getting like best of the both worlds as well you're helping other people but you're still you know you're still running your business you're still you know doing what you love as well and that's that's why I started my podcast too because I want to help other people and I love to get like different sides of things I like to you know like you said there photography there's so many things that go into it there's so many different aspects like you 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 find your clients you shoot you edit you present your galleries there's just so many marketing there's just so many things that go into it so i think it's cool how you how you break that all down for people and you you go through each step of the business basically yeah yeah yes it's super fun i help people uh kind of find out who they are and find their why and then their ideal client and then branding and then marketing and then how to write content and then um and then also client experience so those are the kind of the module breakdowns and then I have bonuses on like pricing and budgeting and um kind of like how to do all those behind the scenes things right well that no one likes to do or talk about um like taxes like that's I know. I literally was uh, just looking at that on your site, your tax guide for photographers. That is so good. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it was helpful. Yes. I feel like for so many years, every year around tax time, I would like get penalized with a fee or yep. and then something, you, something. And everybody Sorry, asks questions about it too. Like I'm in a photography group here in Billings, like for our city. And everybody in that group is so funny. Because in the last month, it's been like all tax questions. Like, how do you guys do this? Who do you go to for your taxes? What all do you need to have? Do you have your receipts? What, you know, like how much you made? How do you print that out? How do you organize it? It's just, it's so much. Like being a business owner is stressful. (laughs) Yes, it absolutely is. A hundred percent. It's a lot. And so that guide on your blog was really cute. I love that. That's so helpful. Oh, good. I'm glad that it was. I'm glad it was helpful. That's that's what I like to hear. You know, I yeah. don't want to be wasting time writing things that aren't helpful. So. Right, right. You're like, am I? Is people actually reading this? Do people even take yes. in? You know, take it in, absorb it, or does it just get thrown out into cyberspace and lost? <laughs> yes, absolutely, for sure. Do you have like a favorite social media platform? Like, do you like Instagram more? Do you like Facebook more? Do you like, you know, referring people to your website more? What what platform do you think you get, like, the most attention? Um, I like Facebook for my photography business. And, I think that – sorry, go ahead. And then you do you think you like Instagram more for your, um, like, your classes and your teaching? Yeah, I tried – I have a Facebook page for my classes and teaching, but I almost like hardly ever post on it because it never really, it just never really did anything. And so I just kind of was like, yeah, it's a waste of time. Right. Um, and so I do, I like Instagram now, especially with the reels that I love. I need to, to figure out how to work those. <laughs> oh my gosh. I yes, have no yes. idea how to make it. <laughs> I have had so many reels go viral. And since I've started doing them, so it's only been out for a couple months, but I've already grown by like 600 followers. Holy just cow. By, yeah, just by doing reels. And so, um, yes, it's it's pretty fun. I love it. And How do you so, feel about hashtags? Do you feel like those are what get a lot of followers too? Yes. 
I do too. Well, and, and hashtags like, are good at filtering what yes. followers you do get. Right. Otherwise, you'll get a bunch of randoms. And yeah. that kind of is one thing. Like, when your videos go viral, if you don't put hashtags on them, a bunch of random people will start following you. And then you're like, oh, you're not who I yeah. want. You and know? you don't <laughs> even know why they're following you because it has nothing to do with anything that you post. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. So that's kind of that whole thing. But, yeah, so I feel like hashtags kind of help filter that out. Right. Um, They say that when you're a small account, like if you have less than 10,000 followers, that if you post the hashtag in the caption, um, that it performs better. Oh, like instead of putting it um, in the comments or? uh Uh-huh. Okay. But that also, I feel like I've tested it out and I don't feel like for me it's made that much of a difference but it's worth trying depending on where you live because I think that also plays into it so I have my Instagram is public and I get like the like you were saying the weirdest people will follow you and I get like DMs all day long every day about like random jewelry companies and like swimwear and I'm like I no no this is like nothing what I would even be interested in Right. And they're like, oh, yeah. do you want to come model for us? I'm like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. Awesome. It's so awkward. Yes. I Half my followers are probably those types of people, but it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's probably why you feel like more dedicated to Facebook, just because you feel like, why, you know, I'm not going to put effort into this if nobody is, none of the right people are following me. So Right. Um, and I've also, like, heard about, um, from other photographers, too, like, I've heard, like, your, your news feed, well, what is it, what's a news feed on Instagram, like, your page where you scroll, what is that called? Yeah. Everything is supposed, it's supposed to be, like, consistent, like, your posts are supposed to all be in, like, an alignment, and they're all supposed to be consistent. I don't know if that's true or not, so I've been trying to, like, keep all my content, like, all my posts the same and, like, similar, because I don't want them to get lost. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but. What do you mean, um, like, visually, just, like, aesthetically? Yes, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like, appealing to the eye, you know, like, when you click on your name, and it's got all of your posts, you know what I'm saying, on your profile, yeah. on so Instagram? so that used to be, yeah, so that used to kind of be a thing, um, and I would say that, I don't know, for me, I did care about that for a while. And then when Reels came out, I started to try to put covers on them to make them match, like, my feed that were pretty. And then it ruined it. Like, I didn't (laughs) get very many views at all. Uh Like, so my average Reel has, like, like, oh, gosh, let me go look. It's, like, thousands, like, of views. And so, but when I was posting covers on them, I was only getting, like, hundreds. And I was, like, okay. Like, I this one has like 170k 96.2k like these are like you know or you know even 7k or 8k and it's just like but then the ones with covers weren't performing very well and I was like weird yeah and then when I didn't post them to my feed they weren't performing well either so I was like well I guess I'll just have to post them to my feed and just deal with it you know right but it hasn't really stopped I feel like it hasn't stopped people from following like, it hasn't kept anybody from following me, so I don't know. I don't know. So, I I don't know. I feel like that always was a thing, but 
also, I'm kind of a rule breaker, so. Yeah, same. I'm Mine's so, like, all over the page, too. Like, on my Instagram, I'll post, like, I'll, I'll make an actual post of, like, a photo, you know, that I've done or edited or whatever. And then in my story on Instagram, it'll be, like, all kinds of random shit that doesn't even make yes. sense. Yes, I'm yes. I'm so weird. Yeah, stories pretty much can go for whatever. Anything um, goes, yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, and then everybody for a while had always said that your feet should be pretty. But I don't know if that's necessarily still a thing um, or not. I mean, obviously, I don't think you want it to be totally off the wall. Right. But, you know, like, I, like even if you go to bigger brands and, like, you know, huge influencers, like, they have all of their reels posted without covers and stuff. Right. So I feel it's like, all random. Yeah. 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 So I feel like that's kind of also leaving the scene. Right. So for sure. And um, I also use, um, I don't know if you have a link tree, but I use link tree in my bio on my Instagram. And like, I also have it on my Facebook page. And I love that because you can put all your links to everything on it. Like I have my website. I have my camera chat podcast on there. I, I love Linktree. I think it's a really, really good like marketing tactic and site. And I, I don't know if you have one, but I've noticed a lot of people have those and it's it's really helpful for sure. I get a lot more like followers on my website or views or whatever if they click on it through my Linktree. Yeah. So I use this program called Tailwind to um, schedule my social media posts and on Pinterest and stuff too. And so, um, they have that all automatically built in, but Linktree is a good option. But um, just like a little bonus secret tip, um, if you create a secret page on your website, like a secondary page or one that isn't like on the homepage, like there's no link to it from the homepage, um, and it's just like a hidden site, um, it will actually boost your Google views if you put your, like, so instead of doing Linktree, uh-huh. create a page on your website with those buttons that looks just the same as, like, a Linktree that uh, doesn't, like, again, you're not going to see it on your homepage or anything. It's Weird. just a secondary thing. And so it, but that way people are going to your website because Google wants people to visit your website constantly. Right. And so, you know, instead of sending them to Linktree, if you send them to a page on your website, you know, theoretically, that's better. Okay. So, um, so I don't know if you have a website. Yes. But if you do, yep, I do. Um, then I would look into that. That's what I do for TikTok, um, too, actually, instead of a link tree, just because it, you know, why not make Google like me more? Right. So, um, <laughs> so that's kind of what I had done, but, um, but yeah, I used to use Linktree. And then when I learned that trick, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I just kind of got yeah. rid of that. But that does make sense. Okay. I'm going to have to look into this. I have a website. I'm just really, really bad at updating it. <laughs> yeah. I'm horrible yeah, at keeping thing. it updated. I'm like, ugh. Because I feel like I use my Facebook page as kind of like a portfolio. And that's where, Uh you know, that's where most of my clients message me to book sessions. That's where they see most of my work. That's where. I probably only update my website once a year. Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard to keep up. I'm like, I cannot change out all the photos on the website and all the tabs and all the things every month. Like, that's just not realistic. Nope, it's not. 
So yeah, I just do that in January or February. I just kind of read, read through my website, make update the words. Because yeah. that's the thing too about brands is that when we rebrand something, like once you go through it the next year, you'll be like, oh, I feel like I like this word better. You know, right. like you yep. grow into your brand, you discover more about yourself. And then that's why every year I just kind of go through and like, make sure all of my words are in alignment with what I want them to say. And then, you know, same with the design and photos and whatnot. Yeah. So, and like, um, if you changed your logo and then you got to change your color scheme and you got to like, yeah, yes, like you said, rebranding, you got to keep it all kind of consistent. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Was it hard for you to brand yourself? Um, yeah, I feel like I didn't, well, so I actually, before I taught photographers, I actually have a course for moms on how to reclaim joy and motherhood through photography. Um, so that was actually my first course and it's still out there. It's still doing it, but, um, but so it's like for moms, not photographers, but they, but so whenever I was building this business, like the marketing side of things, that was already happening. And so I actually hired a designer um, and a website, like a whole graphic artist person and paid an absurd amount to, for oh just my God. to do it Right? All. I bet that <laughs> was not I was cheap. Like, I just can't do it. And so I just kind of like sent her a Pinterest board and she gave me four options to kind of choose from and then she went and coded all the websites and did all the things and then um and then yeah so uh yeah her name is south and palm you can tell her ariel sent you and yeah i need that i need need rebranded bad (laughs) i'm just kidding yes and she does different things like she'll create like the mood board but she like would pick so it's nice because she created a mood board and it has like my five colors with like the codes of them oh yeah okay like in Canva or anywhere else that I can like use those codes and then I have the font um and then I have like the logo there's like a few logos or like it's one logo and a bunch of different colors and then I have a bunch of little icons that say uh-huh. like Ariel Dilworth right. like a little succulent or you know something like that right. or a camera or whatever and so she kind of designed all of that and then so she can do that and then I paid extra to have her do the websites on top of that but you could have her just do like the graphic stuff too. Oh, so, that's a good idea. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Cute. But she was really amazing and life changing because honestly, I just felt like that's just not something that I wanted to. I'm indecisive. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> I'm actually a, I'm like a pretty decisive person actually. But when it comes to things like that, it's kind of like a coffee shop to me. Like I'm like overwhelmed. I don't know. You pick for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard. Like, <laughs> yep. I know yes, exactly what so, you're saying. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I felt, especially like fonts. I'm like, oh my God, there's like literally millions of fonts in the world. Like what yeah. do I, I don't even know. And so, um, but yeah, so I just made a Pinterest board and she took it and ran with it and it was excellent. And I, it was an amazing decision. So. I love that. <laughs> well, Ariel, I want to thank you so much for chatting with me on the episode. Um, You have been absolutely amazing. You've shared so much good knowledge and I'm so thankful for your time. And hopefully other people, you know, can dial into your network and check out your page and take your courses and learn all the things that you have to offer. 
Okay, so Ariel is going to tell us her social media handles, where you can find her, her website, you know, all the things. Where, where can we find you? Yeah, so my website is arieldilworth.com, A-R-I-E-L-D-I-L-W-O-R-T-H. And then on Instagram, I am at arieldilworthco. And yeah, I think, you know, those are the main platforms and same for TikTok, Ariel Dilworth Co. So you just follow me on there, get on my website. It'll have all the, all the places that you can find me and my free <laughs> classes and courses and all the things. So. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the episode. And um, if you guys want to listen to the episode, it's going to be available on Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker. Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And thank you for listening. So if you are local to Billings, Montana, and you want to take your photography to the next level, David Looney has been a studio photographer for 14 years. He's been published nationally and internationally. They have a convenient studio in downtown Billings, Montana, and he's also a modeling agency approved photographer. He offers one-on-one photography classes where you can learn your camera basics, advanced shooting techniques, studio lighting, and basic to advanced editing skills. So if you want to come and learn photography in person at Illuminae Studio, you can visit his website at Illuminae.com or you can call him at 406-530-9800.